podcasting from the Chicagoland area. This is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. This is Dale Valor. This is Pamela Ross. This is Trinesia. And you're listening. And you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. To Game On with Jackson Stewart. Game On with Jackson Stewart. Killing them! Follow Game On with Jackson Stewart on YouTube at Game On with Jack, on the official blog www.gameonwithjack.blog and at the new store www.gameonwithjack.shop. Keep it sexy and game on. You're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. Good people, sexy people, welcome to another edition of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host, and as always, I want to welcome you guys to another episode and extend my utmost gratitude on having you guys tune in. Some invites to social media. Make sure you follow Game On on YouTube at Game On with Jack. Patreon.com slash Game On with Jack. You can subscribe and get some Game On guides and tips. The blog is Game On with Jack.blog. Twitter, same handle. And back on Instagram, kind of flesh that out, build that up at Game On with Jack. So, want to welcome you guys to part two of uh, Ask Jack Your Questions, Game On's Answers. The podcast where rookies enter and players leave. And we had some leftover questions from last week that I wanted to make sure that I got got to. And I'm um, going to hit it off right now. Two quick points. Make sure you swing by uh, Game On With Jack on YouTube. Check out the J2. That is the brand new digital virtual AI assistant that answers pertinent questions to men and about men's lifestyle everywhere. And also check out Game Plan, uh, quick, like three to five minute videos that give you a game plan for unique situations, but not so unique that we all don't run into it at some point in time. Quick listen, great points. You're going to want to have uh, either download it or have a pen and paper nearby because it's rapid fire, great steps for handling things that life throws at every player, no matter their rank. So here we go. First question up is from Culinary King. Uh, Culinary King writes in, Dear Jack, what are some quick and healthy recipes for men living alone? All right, great question. 
So let me start off with a couple of things. Number one, figure out uh, what your eating style is like. You know, if you are someone who gets up early, goes to bed um, early. If you got to have breakfast, if you can skip breakfast, um, if you're trying to build up, uh, you know, for bodybuilding, for building more muscle, more mass. Once again, keep in mind, folks, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a dietitian. Um, not any of those great licensed people. But I know people. I've known people. I've done things with my own body. That sounds a lot weirder than I meant it to. But um, this is experience talking, right? So figure out what you're eating for. You know, are you eating to get through your day? So you're talking about high energy. Are you talking about eating so that you can put on muscle because you're trying to, you know, lift a lot of weight? Are you eating for uh, cardio because you're doing a lot of running or entering a race? So as great as food is for just taste, food also serves a lot of internal purposes, right? So, you know, um, are you looking for protein? Are you looking for carbs? Are you looking for lean meats? Are you looking for green vegetables, etc.? That have been said, quick and healthy recipes are mainly based off of having certain staples in your cupboard and your refrigerator, things that you can go to in a heartbeat, right? So talking about healthy, uh, brown rice, not white rice, you know, because we're, we're talking about carbs now, but brown rice, lean meat, uh, lean red meat, um, chicken breast, pork chops, you know, all of those are great. You want to make sure, I mean, chicken's probably the best, but if you got beef, you know, red meat, if you got pork, you want to have it kind of lean. And with beef, and I'm still trying to get my, my official steak chef hat, right? But with steak, you want a little bit of fat because if not, it's going to be a tough ass eat. A um, little bit of fat, a little bit of marbling will make it uh, juicier and a little bit more tender uh, as you eat it. Vegetables, you know, nothing wrong obviously with fresh vegetables, but frozen vegetables, don't sleep on that. That's not bad either. So frozen broccoli, you know, they got those steamers. You can throw them in the microwave for five minutes. Um, cauliflower, green beans, green peas. In terms of fruit, well, like right now where I'm at, I'm avoiding fruit. I'm trying to avoid a lot of carbs, right? But if you went for fruit, strawberries, uh, pomegranates, raspberries, just because it's fruit doesn't mean it's necessarily healthy because fruit can carry a lot of natural sugar that turns into carbs um, in your body. So quick and healthy recipes, brown rice, chicken breast, broccoli, boom. Um, also make sure you get a heat thermometer um, so you can just stick it in the meat, make sure it's cooked properly. Google the temperature of whatever you're trying to cook to make sure it's done and also not overdone. Another quick recipe, steak and uh, salad. You know, I'm big on salads, but the problem with salads is if you buy a bag of salad, it's not gonna last you more than two or three days. So those are quick recipes. Also, don't forget our friends in the sea. <laughs> um, you can have frozen fish. There's a lot of fish um, planks that are pretty healthy. Just avoid the breaded stuff all the time because it almost negates the health benefits of the fish. But those are quick, healthy recipes. and you know, the kitchen is really a, a lab, right? So experiment, check it out, see what it's like. There are countless websites that are free that can give you quick and healthy recipes with the ingredients. You can sit there and jump on your phone, get the shopping app for whatever 
delivery you want or go to the grocery store, pick up ingredients for a week, boom, you'll be good to go. Now, one other caveat about quick and healthy uh, recipes, those ingredients tend not to last very long, unless you're talking about frozen meat or something. But fresh vegetables, uh, fresh low sugar fruits, eh, you know, you're probably looking at things not lasting longer than three or five days. So just get that mindset right and um, experiment, but you'll have fun. Oh, also make sure you got your seasoning, salt, pepper, lemon pepper, um, garlic powder, onion powder, have onions in the house, have garlic in the house, have butter. God, I love salted butter. Unsalted, uh, I can't get with you, but so you can stock your kitchen with those things, look up some recipes, experiment, experiment, um, get some zero carb, very low, uh, low calorie canola oil or olive oil, spray it for seasoning, also keep your pans from turning into a nightmare, and you'll be good to go. And shit, it sounds like I really know how to cook. <laughs> Uh, Ace 2024 writes in, Dear Game Mile Jackson Stewart, what essential gear do you need for a weekend camping trip? Ace, I know jack shit, <laughs> no pun intended, about camping. I've been camping like, camping like twice in my life. A lot of friends I know like to glamp, you know, glamorous camping where they have all, like all the amenities of the house just, you know, in a, in a, in a trailer kind of thing. So what I would recommend, <coughs> excuse me, from what little I know, Make sure you've got, you know, if you're doing the traditional camping, make sure you've got a great tent. Make sure you've got the tools to, you know, ground your tent. Make sure it's not going to blow away over you uh, in the middle of the night. Light. Food. A way to cook the food. Proper clothing. All right. That is huge. Uh, a lot of weatherproofing that you're going to want to wear because there's nothing worse than ha having like wet socks. God, I hate wet socks or wet pants or wet shirt, especially if you're out in weather that I don't care where you're camping, what temperature, every, everywhere gets cold at night. You don't want to be sleeping in cold, wet clothing. And some way to, you know, if you get your bearings turned around or something, some navigation, a compass or something, mainly make sure that you look at where you're camping, you know the rules, you know the laws, you know, the wildlife out there, you're obeying the, the rules of, of the camping ground and then make sure that you shop at an outdoor store or a sporting store. Get your stuff from there. Or if you're going to order it online, make sure you're ordering the stuff that you saw at the outdoors place. Just don't reach in your closet, grab some shit, throw in a backpack and say, I'm going camping this weekend. So that's my take on essential gear from my very few experiences of camping, but I think that's some solid advice. So good luck. Have some fun out there. Next question is from BWB. What are the top five books every man should read in his lifetime? Hold on, I'm going to drink on this one. Oh, yeah. You got to get back to drinking on uh, while I <laughs> while I do the show. Top five books, BWB. God, that's a great question. <clears throat> um... My own take, right? One book should be whatever book gives you hope and faith. So if you're Christian, the Bible. If you're Jewish, the Torah. If you're Muslim, the Quran. Whatever it is. And if you have no belief per se, 
whatever book you've ever read to give you faith, read it and reread it because life will test you and you need to have that foundation, whatever you subscribe to, um, denomination wise or non-denomination wise, you should have that book. So I, I kind of leave that one book in that one category kind of open-ended. Um, next book, uh, wow, it's such a hard question. And I didn't research this one question. I wanted to answer it like right off the cuff. Uh, God, um, <laughs> we've stepped Jack five other four, four of the books, four of the books. Um, Animal Farm, as odd as it sounds, it's such a great but spooky book about um, just about like greed and how you got to watch out for it. Um, let Martin Luther King Jr.'s Letters from Birmingham, I think, is a, a beautiful book. Uh, ooh, um, History of uh, of the World, I think, or History of Humanity, and I'm totally drawing a blank on who wrote that book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I'm going to blow past five, so you, you got to bear with me on this one. Um, the Greatest Salesman in the World, I think, by Og Mandino is a great book. Um, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice by, uh, I believe his author's last name is Kimbrough, is a great book. And, ooh, um, man, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on this one. Uh, I'd have to say I'm big on compilations. So one of my favorite books is like the 100 greatest poems of all time. So I hope that helped. That was probably the worst answer you're going to get to that question, but that's just, you know, um, oh, I, the art of cool, uh, Clyde Drexler, I believe wrote that the NBA player, it's a little dated, but a lot of it still applies to this day. So, yeah, I feel like I botched that question. <laughs> uh, next question comes from Gentleman G. What are key etiquette rules for modern men? Damn good question. All right. So key etiquette rules, I feel, have not changed. And they are um, if you are eating in public. Do not put your elbows on the table. Uh, do not stare or read your cell phone in public when you are having dinner with other people or lunch or whatever. If you eat something you do not like, spit it out into your napkin. I'm a big believer of when a lady leaves a table, you stand up. Also, when you shake hands with somebody, you stand up. And I've, I've made that mistake before where I didn't stand up and I just like, oh, like it bugged me. But stand up to shake hands. Always make eye contact. Always make eye contact. I don't care how hot she is or hot he is or how much cleavage or whatever is showing. You lock eyes and make contact. Etiquette rules uh, continued. All of your compliments should be sincere. You should always at least make one compliment uh, in a conversation with somebody uh, tip 10 to 15%, no matter what. Ask your server his or her name. Um, never act like anybody 
Never act like you own anybody, especially in, in an industry of, of service or, or you're tipping people from waiters to bartenders to strippers, whatever. You own no one. So make sure you treat people accordingly. Open the door for people. Uh, women, children, guy walking behind you, it's never too much to stop and open the door. Always be polite. Always be helpful. Dress, <laughs> excuse me, dress for success, dress for the part. And maybe dress a little bit above. So if you're going out with your buddies, sure you can wear jeans and a t-shirt, but a nice shirt, nice pair of jeans. Um, don't make fun of people. Don't mock people unnecessarily. Um, don't make people the butt of a joke. Laugh at yourself first. There's a lot of etiquette rules I've got. <laughs> and um, oh, say hi to people as you pass them. Just, hey, how you doing? And if it's people that you will interact with, when you ask them, how are they? Really listen. Just don't make it a rhetorical question. So I hope that helps in terms of etiquette. Um, you know, you should know how to also eat with your flatware. If you're in a formal setting, go from the outside in as your meal is being served. So, you know, you got your salad forks and then regular forks and your soup spoon and so on. Uh, always tip, especially bartenders. Um, yeah, yeah, I think those are some solid etiquette rules. I, I'd, I'd go by those. Steve writes in Dear Game Out with Jackson Stewart. Love the show. Um, don't always agree with you, but I really enjoy it overall. Well, thanks, Steve. I appreciate the honesty. He continues, how can men adopt a more sustainable lifestyle without compromising on style? Wow, good question. Okay. So more sustainable lifestyle without compromising on style. And I'm assuming by style, you just mean, um, you know, how you look, how you carry yourself, clothing, skincare, um, you know, car, house, whatever. More sustainable lifestyle. All right. So uh, first up, avoid buying things that you can't afford, especially in the long run, right? So that, that's one level of sustainability that, that you know, you want to take a look at. Um, avoid excess, avoid gluttony. It's super easy to fall in both those traps nowadays. Know what you need versus what you want. It's okay to get something that you want every, every so often. And take a look at the things that you have and reduce it. And I think last week I'd answered a question about um, a minimalist lifestyle, but like of all the things you have, especially clothing and wardrobe, you only use about 10 to 20% of it. Whatever's left, donate it, sell it. Like for real, because you just don't need it. Now, I'm not saying if things have sentimental value or reference value, because I, I have a ton of books, I love books. Keep that stuff, but maybe every book you don't need to keep anymore. Maybe books have gone outdated, clothing, etc. So we can all scale down, but don't scale down to the point of misery because life is short. Shit, enjoy it, you know. But we can all scale down a little bit, and you just feel good when you scale down some. When there's less excess, when you have more of a sustainable lifestyle. I'm a big energy believer, so I think when you make room in your life for things. Good things fill the vacuum and good things that can sustain themselves and in turn will sustain you. 
Vintage writes in, uh, Game On, where can you find the best vintage and retro menswear? This is a damn good question. So a lot of vintage and menswear, you can really hop on Amazon and take a look for it. But I am a fan of going to thrift stores, uh, flea markets, especially if I'm looking for a retro look or something vintage, shopping there, finding it, and buying it. So... Boom. <laughs> Vince, there's your answer right there. Super easy. Gift store. I'm sorry. Thrift stores. Um, Amazon. I tell you, my first two places to check because any place that's doing like retro chic, like it's made in the present, but it's got an old school look is going to be pricey as hell. So boom, go down to your Goodwill or wherever and uh, do a little bit of shopping. And make sure when you get stuff, Wash it before you put it on. Boom. Okay. Um, FTT. What apps are essential for tracking man's health and fitness progress? FTT. Great question. So instead of uh, apps, I'm a big believer in just the overall watch and and or smart device you're wearing. So obviously the Fitbit, um, obviously uh, your Apple Watch. I mentioned this last week, but do not sleep on Amazon's um, you guys think I work for them. I really don't work for Amazon. Amazon has their own branch of Fitbit technology that is like a third of the cost, <coughs> excuse me, of what you would find um, under most of the big name tech companies. So check it out. But as far as, um, you know, every smartwatch comes with its own app in the appropriate and respective app store. Download that, make sure it's up to date, and just, you know, go to town. One thing I do hate is that some of the activities I do are not on the smartwatch. That's another statement that sounds odd. Jack, what the hell are you doing? But like things like kickboxing, boxing, things that I do, um, you know, don't pop up. So I just go into freestyle or freeform or, um, you know, just whatever the closest I can get to. But you can't go wrong. Go grab a watch, download the app, she'll be good to go. Her coach, dear G-O-W-J-S, what are effective networking strategies for men in the corporate world? Career coach, great question. So networking, literally the key to leveling up. Not the only key, but definitely a major one. And here's some that I have come across and that I have used with uh, varying levels of success. But... I learned this from buddies of mine because I really am not good at the sport. Golf. Golf is a big networking thing. You know, you've heard it and you think it's bullshit, but it's real. So golfing, um, networking events like your chamber of commerce, if they ever have luncheons or something, go if you can get yourself in there. Um, if you went to college or trade school, whenever they have career days or they have um, speaking events, go. I'm a big fan of putting the word out of what you're trying to network for. So talk to your friends or employers or employees or whoever. Let them know, hey, guys, I'm trying to find X, Y, Z, right? I am looking to do a speaking circuit and I want to talk about um, fire safety. So I just want to, you know, I'm putting it out there if you guys might know somebody. You'd be surprised how many people that you know know somebody who is exactly the person you're looking for. All right. So golf, chamber of commerce events, networking events, um, your higher education, 
always has events going on, just attend one or two, and then finally just putting the word out. Um, those have all worked for me, um, especially at like higher education. They usually have socials. Oh, when you see the word social, go. Because that means that there's booze, and that means that people are drinking, and a lot of their their um their walls are coming down, their their kind of like fears are being dulled by alcohol a little bit. So they're gonna be more open and more fluid in, in talking. Also make sure, career Carl, that you have business cards that are up to date. If you don't have a business card for your business, have one with just your name and information on it. And you know, when people ask for it, boom, whip it out. Nowadays in modern times, you can create a QR code. You can have some cards with that. And people be like, hey, what's your business card? What's your info? And be like, hey, do you have a QR reader? They bring up on their phone, they scan your QR code, and then it might take them to a page of everything about you. So, boom, good luck with that. And uh, especially nowadays, there's so many opportunities to network. And also think, just not even in the physical, but digitally, uh, Facebook has tons of groups that are very much specific on one topic. Reddit, very much specific groups on one topic. So find a group that seems respectful, informational, and useful. Join it, network, and see what happens. Z2 asks, how can men incorporate mindfulness into their daily work routine? Z2, love it because I'm all about mindfulness. And I'll always say it when the topic pops up, but go back and check last season's episode with Billy Mandarino, the Nowist. Great talk with that guy. Um, great concept of being mindful in the moment. When you are at work, a quick way to shift back into mindfulness, monitor your breathing, all right? And you guys have heard me say it over and over, but your breathing is the key to mindfulness because when you are stressed out, when you are not in that good place, your breathing shifts. It, this is this is medically proven scientific shit here. I'm kicking guys. You go in the shallow breathing. It's your body's fight or flight response. It's it's trying to give your muscles and your body oxygen. I'm sorry, oxygen quick for action. It thinks you're trying to fight a saber tooth tiger. In reality, you're dealing with an asshole at work. <laughs> so, mind to your breathing. Go somewhere. Do five count breathing. Five. One, two, three, four, five as on the inhale. One, two, three, four, five on the exhale. Repeat that five or six times. That will regulate your breathing. And as you regulate your breathing, you actually reset the part of your brain called the hypothalamus, which will help bring down some of that fight or flight um, uh, experience that's going on inside of you. So incorporating mindfulness is first began with or first begun with um <laughs> being aware that you're like feeling something that you don't like now in a daily work routine set yourself time every day right before lunch you go into breathing or every day right around 11 or right before you go home whatever it is do it three times it doesn't take long you can go in your office or you know in a, a bathroom stall or something if you don't have an office and just practice that. And I guarantee you that will really start to change how you feel and your ability to connect to that part of your body that you can help regulate, right? And just kind of shut down or at least navigate that fight or flight reaction. 
Uh, last question. Let's see. Oh, hell, not a question. Game out with Jackson Stewart. I've been following you since your first episode. Really enjoy it. Your guests are great. Your advice is amazing. Keep on keeping on. Well, hell, and they're anonymous. So, <laughs> anonymous, thank you so much. And just real quick, make sure I invite you guys. YouTube, Game Out with Jack. Patreon.com slash Game Out with Jack. Game Out with Jack blog. Twitter, same handle. Back on the gram, Game Out with Jack. And um, going to be on LinkedIn pretty soon, too. So, swing by YouTube. Check out J2, the digital game on with Jackson Stewart AI with some interesting takes on men's problems and solutions and also check out the game plan a new playlist of short but effective tactics to handling the things that challenge us in life and you guys are awesome and as always keep it sexy game on